As with a lot of things these days, there's a lot of misinformation out there about the railroad industry. The powerful and deceptive corporate railroads use false narratives in PR campaigns. We just happen to be brave enough to call them on their BS. This is Between the Rails. Between the Rails. If it's about the railroad industry, we're talking about it. Covering everything from local to national issues, the railroad political landscape and climate, advice for anyone from the potential new railroader, citizen, rail fan, and even seasoned railroader. Real and raw, but we're going to have some fun. This is Between the Rails. And And this this is your host, John. What is up, guys and girls? Welcome to the new channel, Between the Rails. First, thanks to all you guys, man. You guys made this possible um, with the way Rails, Tales, and Trails has just blown up with information. So got to the point where needed to separate the podcast stuffs, you know, apart from the rails, tails and trails. And now we got between the rails. So guys, if you guys are tuning in first time to the channel here for uh, this new one, go ahead, jam that like and subscribe button down below for me. Hit that notification bell. We're going to kick this party off because there's a whole lot of stuff going on that we need to talk about. And, some of it's entertaining, some of it's pretty serious, and quite frankly, some of it, and most of it's just a whole bullshit load of misinformation. And, you know, we got enough on our plates right now, guys. We got this tentative agreement, whether you agree with it, don't agree with it, you know, everybody's got to make that choice for themselves. We have the right to vote. We're going to have the chance to vote. We're waiting on this uh, uh, Q&A phase for us uh, smart TD folks to come on down the line and answer a whole bunch of questions everybody's been asking. And so, uh, yeah, we're kind of in that holding pattern here. And we're looking at, um, I believe, October 6th is the deadline. I've had some people ask me for uh, when all those questions are submitted. So hopefully sometime after the 6th, we start, we get the the tentative uh, Q&A questions back because those are legally binding in the, to the tentative agreement. Now, I just wanted to clear up some things that I've uh, dug up some information on because those pesky socialists have popped their head back up again and are spreading a bunch of uh, bad information and kind of wanted to address some of that. And you guys have reached out to me with a whole bunch of questions. And so I got some answers. And unlike the socialists, my answers are backed in facts, in writing, legal writing, that some of us still in this country still believe in the word of law, even if we don't like it, we still, you know, are law-abiding people and aren't going to lead folks down the wrong way. That could uh, cost not themselves, but other people quite heavily and dearly for listening to some of this bad bullshit advice. So anyways... First one I want to address real quick is folks have asked if I don't cast my vote, is that counted as a yes? I can't speak for other unions. I'm not digging into all their constitution, but as far as smart TD is concerned, if you don't vote, it is not counted as a yes or a no. It's just 
not counted. There, there's nothing to be counted for. Um, so that's even more important, guys, going into this vote, that everybody votes, whether it's yes or no. It doesn't matter. But get your ass out there and vote. That is the most, in my opinion, the most democratic and powerful resource every member out here has. The right to vote on your conscience, whether it's for your wallet, for your job, whatever the reason. Is this good for your family, not good for your family? Vote. That's all I'm going to say on that. But please, for the love of God, go vote. Need it to happen. Second part is if the railroad or uh, if the union, if the membership vote this down, can you know they're they're just going to shove it down our throats? Nope. Our constitution does not allow for the president or general chairman to overturn that. I hope they put out a statement regarding that topic soon, but it is not in our constitution. If we vote no, we're back to the bargaining table, maybe even a strike. So, again, guys, this is even more imperative that you guys vote. Every vote matters in this. I know tons and tons of people are upset. You know what? Don't blame you guys. You know, especially you uh, old heads that have been out here a long time, even the non-old heads. I mean... Everybody out here working has something invested in this job. They're here for a reason, whether maybe it's money, maybe it's the benefits, maybe they just really enjoy the industry. You know, everybody has their own reasons. So please get out there and vote. Your vote directly will influence the course of our union and our future. So please make sure you do that. So funny thing, um, about two weeks ago, Oh, that thing's getting a little annoying. About two weeks ago, I started uh, noticing some interesting traffic on my Instagram, Discord, and uh, YouTube comments and messages. And I started getting people, uh, especially on Facebook and Instagram, a lot of brand new accounts were messaging me, asking me to uh, attend a meeting to... Uh, you know, attend this meeting of a new movement, and uh, a couple of people said, hey, we need you to come do this uh, video for us, and I was like, well, what's the movement? Well, nobody tell me, and I'm looking at these accounts, because everybody that messages me, I, I take a look at, you know, the account that's coming from, and I was noticing a lot of these were brand new, you know, created accounts. Well, I followed the link to one of these articles, and it was a you know, our good old friend Tom Hall. Tom Hall's a uh, writer and activist for uh, uh, the World Socialist website. Um, I've had a lot of good conversations with the guy. I mean, the guy, the guy and I don't see eye to eye on uh, pretty much everything. But I've never had a bad conversation with the guy. Just want to throw that out there. He's not like some evil, you know, Halloween costume monster. You know, pitchfork and horns and all that, not. Uh, but anyways, they're back at it, and you know, I I don't buy the whole socialist gig, and these people that I've talked to from these accounts keep telling me is you know I ask them a basic question, why is this international socialist equality party, um, even bothering with American railroad industry? Oh, and their response is all the same. They just want to see us have better. They want to see us have better. 
and do better. And so these guys are from an international socialist association, uh, you know, overseas guys. They're just trying to get involved in this out of just purely altruistic reasons. No, I don't buy it one bit. It's a power play. It's a is it's just a straight up power play. You can see it through their writings. Um, you can see it through the information they put out. And it's what I like to call pity politics. If a group or an activist organization wants to make a move on power, they simply do that by relating to a group or individuals that are going through something and they come in and say, Hey man, we, we can relate. We got your back, you know, and they garner support that, you know, that way. And that's exactly what's happening. And the information they're putting out, it's just not, it's not good advice. And, and here's the thing, you know, they want to organize and have their little meetings, whatever. So fine. So be it. But there, there's some key things to remember here because like myself, I believe that the majority of my brothers and sisters out there are law-abiding American citizens that love this country. And, you know, I firmly believe these activists are going to do more damage and cost people not only their jobs and livelihoods, but, you know, their advice alone could end up making sure there are no con- not a single conductor on these trains. And their logic is flawed. Let's talk about this a little bit. All right, so... They, uh, they've been, I believe this is their second or third meeting, Tom, I'm sure you'll jump in here and correct me at any time. Uh, but I believe this is their second or third meeting and it's called a railroad workers rank and file committee. And I believe that the gentleman that's ahead of this is actually a gentleman, uh, uh named William that is running for a UAW presidency, uh, for the United auto workers. And so they've had another, uh, you know, meeting here. And there's people from, uh, they say, attended from all over the country, including Amarillo, Texas. I'm really curious who that is, but they'll probably never tell me. uh, Because read through this. This is their resolution with 96% of the workers voting in favor. I don't know how many were in this meeting. You know, uh, so their resolution, and I'll leave, uh, you'll, you'll read here. You know, they talk about their resolution here for a meeting they held on September 14th. I want to focus on this first resolution right here. We will not accept any act by Congress that violates our democratic right to strike and impose upon us a contract we do not accept and has not been ratified by the rank and file. Excuse me. Oh, funny thing is, they're, they're talking about a resolution for a democratic right when the socialists are actually 100% against democracy. Um, Just go read their literature. It's insanely hypocritical. Anyways, this number one point right here. So if Congress imposes, let's say, a PEB on us, or they submit an injunction for us not to strike, and we do anyways, congratulations. You just eliminated every single two-person crew in this country. You just worked hand-in-hand with the railroads. Um, And if you tried to wildcat that thing like that, um, yeah, not only 
is that bad advice? That's dangerous to everybody that works out here on the railroad. Um, and I've asked these people that have been talking to me, it's like, okay, if you strike, what's your protection to keep us from losing all our contracts? Well, they can't fire all of us. You know, what, what are they going to do? Fire all of us. That is their reasoning. And the answer is, yeah, well, you know, they've done it before. They'll fire every damn one of us that takes part in something like that. Calling the National Guard if they need to and ban everybody else from, you know, from uh, federal service. So that's that's really bad advice. You know, and, you know, like down here, we inform the unions that any attempt to force through contracts we do not accept. Like, who the fuck are you guys? Like, seriously, you have no power. Everybody else has been working to make clear here um, and make changes. You guys are coming in here saying that uh, you inform the unions. No, no, you guys are coming in here trying to basically enact a hostile takeover. You know, playing off hardworking Americans' backs. This is, anyways, this is great. Anyways, you know, you can find this on their their website. Um, but here's what I really love. The workers resolve not only to support the resolution, but fight for its enforcement in their workplaces and rail yards. This requires the building of committees in every workplace to organize workers and ensue future action will involve the broadest possible unity among all crafts and workplaces. Um, I find that funny for the simple fact that you're going to enforce this you know, on top of the unions, but in, in other articles, they're stating that, um, you know, that, you know, not to allow union officials into these meetings. Don't talk to them. Keep everybody out. So if what you guys are doing is truly legit and altruistic, why are you through coercion and force trying to keep people out but yet you're talking about unity. All, all of this is just one big mile, you know, pile of hypocrisy bullshit. Anyways, enough ranting on that. I did find something else uh, kind of interesting here in this article right here. I don't know. I have tried and tried and tried and tried and tried and tried, tried to find... Uh, this mailer that they're talking about here. Smart TD sends mailer pressuring uh, workers to vote yes. Um, and saying that th it's a portion of the ballot. Well, for one, Smart TD has yet to send out any ballots. We can't because, unlike these guys, we don't, uh, you know, our guys are following the rules outlined in the constitution to the letter. So no ballot has been um, sent out and the Q and a hasn't even been sent off to the other folks yet. Um, you know, and so this is, I find this interesting because there's no facts in it. This is not a copy. This is, this is just typed out here. I have looked and looked and looked to try to find this mailer and asked a ton of people if they've seen this. 
and so far, everybody I've talked to, whether it's at the national level, just regular members, things like that, um, nobody's seen this. So I'm really curious if this was something that was either fabricated um, or something along those lines, because what they're saying here in this article, uh, smarts telling workers it's impossible to get a better deal. Um, you know, I, I've heard absolutely the opposite, actually. So I'm not really sure where they're getting this information from. So if you guys have got this email or something in the mail, I would really, really like to see this. I would like to get my hands on it. I'd like to see, you know, where it came from, who it's from. Um, so if you guys have that, send it to my email, john at rails, tails, and trails. Um, and I'd like to take a look at it. And any more of this kind of information like this stuff that these guys are talking about, because honestly, I can't find it. You know, I talk to a lot of people all the time. I just, just can't find it. So anyways, guys, um, I'm going to call it a wrap on this one right here. This is uh, definitely been an interesting development because these guys are really, really making a push for this whole rank and file committee when, you know, saying we don't have the right to vote. We do have a right to vote. Is our vote going to be heard? Yes. Is every vote counted? Yes. Is a no vote or is a failure to vote a no vote? Negative. Or, you know, is it a yes vote? Negative. It's there's only two choices, yes or no. Okay. If you don't vote, it's not counted as a yes. It's not counted as a no. It's just not counted because you didn't cast a vote. So the information out there that's being used to try to sway people's opinions and emotions is from what I've been seeing from these guys so far from the truth, which I'm sure they're going to go ahead. Somebody's going to run Tom, tell them, hey, look, John made another video video about you, Tom. How you doing, Tom? Nice to see you. Um, you know, guys, take the time and stop reading some of this crap at face value. Okay, the facts are there. You got to find it. You got to ask for it or just do a little reading. It's there. I mean, if I can find the facts, so can you. If you're having trouble finding them, let me know. I will try to help you. It's not that big of a deal. It's not that hard of a deal. But stop believing some of these rumors that are going flying around social media that are just off the walls and not based in facts. So, guys, as always, here we are trying to bring you the facts, not the fiction. See you on the next one. Y'all have a good one. You've been listening to Between the Rails. The railroad industry is John's passion. John has been a railroad conductor for a class one railroad for four years and spent 15 years as a first responder in the fire service. And as an EMT, he knows the value and importance of safety working in dangerous environments. So he knows firsthand the importance of real information and education. We hope you've enjoyed the show. Make sure to like, rate, and review. And we'll be back soon. But in the meantime, check the website at rtt-travels.com. Email John at railstailsandtrails.com. See you next time on Between the Rails. <laughs>